uh, we are continuing with the journey of Kinsey, Pax, and Roland, um, who uh, were, uh, they're criminals, they're on the run, uh, they're kind of indebted to the uh, dead man's gang who broke them out of the prison convoy they were on, uh, but they don't like the dead man's gang because they're really murderous and kind of crazy and pretty cruel. Uh, so they're, you know, hatching plots to try and uh, kind of dismantle the dead man's gang from uh, from the inside. Uh, meanwhile, they are trying their hardest not to become incarcerated again. Um, throughout this, uh, uh, the most recent stuff that's happened is that uh, they were sent with a member of the dead man's gang named Miguel Reyes uh, to meet up with a different man named Salvador Alston, uh, to acquire some big guns for an ambush they're, pl they're planning. Um, thing is, uh, uh, on the journey there, Miguel got really injured, and so they kind of had to be the front of the operation uh, with Salvador. Salvador didn't really trust them. And then, uh, after they all got on a boat, the MF Merriweather heading south down towards, uh, deeper into Alonistead territory, um, the uh, Salvador uh, got murdered, and they had to try and figure out what exactly was going on. Uh, they befriended a marshal of all people, uh, Donna Kane, and the owner of the MF Merriweather, uh, Francis Calderon, I believe is his name. I didn't have his name up on my notes. Uh, good, I got it. I remembered. Um, so... Um, with the help of these two uh, characters, they were able to figure out who who directly killed Salvador Alston and have some inclination as to why, since a calling card was left behind with Salvador's body, uh, two spurs painted red, um, which, um, uh, according to Francis, indicates that um, it was a family hit uh, that um, kind of indicates that Salvador and all of his uh, associates are no longer friends of the family, uh, and some of them should probably wash their backs. Um, after befriending Donna Kane and solving this murder together, they found themselves on the top deck of the MF Merriweather drinking, and uh, Donna suddenly realized that she thought she had seen Kinsey's face before, possibly on a wanted poster. Uh, and then Donna, having kind of uh, listened in on some of their conversations and interacted with them over the last day, started to piece things together and realized that these three uh, uh, would-be deputies uh, were actually, uh, you know, runner runaway criminals. Uh, and she, you know, didn't want to. It was she's off duty. <laughs> she she decided <laughs> she wasn't going to act on that knowledge. She gave them some advice, uh, and then Pax, um, in just kind of a a, a sudden need to compulsion to tell the truth, um, uh, told Donna that the infamous outlaw Miguel Reyes uh, is on board, and um, uh, you know, it had kind of been implied that uh, it would be great if, if Donna took care of that. Um, in his attempt to extricate himself from this awkward situation, prior to realizing that Pax had kind of spilled the beans to the marshal. Um, uh, Roland uh, had uh, left the top deck, um, and uh, that's that's a that's kind of where we've left off. Um, Donna said she was going to go get some shut eye, 
um, because she was, you know, pretty drunk and it was five in the morning. You guys hadn't slept yet because you were too busy solving a murder. Uh, And uh, so she's gone off now, too. Um, And, uh, yeah, so Roland, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you walked away before uh, you had a chance to hear Pax um, telling Donna kind of kind of everything at least that miguel's there um so uh what are you up to uh yeah i mean i trust you know my friends to sort of work their way through that situation while still allowing us to to continue our whole thing unimpeded um so i've i've gone to talk to miguel because donna did mention that people know our faces and i have Repeatedly taken shit for wanting to put on a disguise every time we go to town. <laughs> and I sure. also, I've been constructing an elaborate, um, it's not really a scheme, it's more just a lie um, on my way there. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's very early in the morning. Uh, you knock on Miguel's door, and uh, there's no response at first, and you knock again. A little oh bit no, more. I just go in. Oh, it's, it's locked. You 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 try to open it up. It's it is locked. Um, uh, which then there's like a a, a voice from inside being like, "Who did? What? Who's there?" It's me. Open the door. What? The, what are you? And there's like a like rummaging in there, and like uh you know, uh you see the light click on under uh under the threshold, and then uh, uh sleepy eyed Miguel like cracks the door open, looks and looks <clears> over <throat> your shoulder, and he goes. The hell are you doing? Uh, I'm here to talk, I say, as I just push past him into the room, hoping to God that he's still injured enough that he can't stop me. <laughs> uh, so he he does seem much more uh, like in control of himself. Like uh, he's he seems stable and like sturdy, but he is super tired. <laughs> so he doesn't like really put up a fight. But you do like realize when you kind of push him off to the side, instead of him like seeming weak or frail, uh, he just kind of like moves off to the side and like rubs his eyes. And uh, and you realize like his bandages have been like removed. His wounds seem to have uh, almost completely fully healed. Uh, you think that uh, these uh, these two days of rests have done a great deal for his injuries, um, and uh, uh, he like looks and like glances in the hall for a second to make sure no one else is there, and then shuts the door and he goes, "What? What is it? Couldn't it wait till no, later?" No, sit down. I'm gonna tell you a story, and you're gonna listen to me. Sure. Don't make it long. I might fall asleep. Well, that's too bad. It's very important. Uh, so I assume you're aware that Salvador Alston is on the outs with the Gatti family. No, you no. didn't know that. That's right, because you guys don't check your work or your sources or really pay attention to anything about being criminals other than shooting anyone who gets in your way. So that's what I found out. And the reason I found that out is because, you know, he seemed off and iffy. And when that happens, I check up. And as it turns out, there was a Gatti family agent on this ship, uh, Miss Emmeline Yang. And Salvador intended to sell out the dead man's gang to the Gatti family to get back into their good graces. You probably didn't know that either, right? Uh, I don't give him a chance to respond. Okay. Um, so seeing the situation we were in, um, uh, I orchestrated a breakdown of communications between Mr. Alston and Miss Yang. 
which resulted in Miss Alston's death, because that seemed like the best course of action, given his intent to sell us down the literal river. Of course, Miss Yang, being aware of what was going on, couldn't stay, and so now she's dead, as well as her accomplice on this ship. Do you know why all of this happens, Miguel? All of this happens because you stupid fucking idiots are fine showing your faces and giving your names everywhere we go. <laughs> That's why you need me and my skills and my friend's skills. Because the seven of you can't go anywhere. So you're going to start listening to me when I tell you things because I'm good at this. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and roll uh, manipulate. Uh, you can have a plus two. Yeah. Uh, you are up against an eight. Uh, cool. I'm going to spend two of this grip to play to the gallery. All right. Great. That lets me count the 16, which then exploded, and I have four net hits over an eight. <laughs> nice. Miguel sits there for a second, like, as you finish up, he seems to, like, kind of fully wake up and, like, harden in the face a little bit. And then, uh... He kind of, like, sizes you up, and he goes, I can see what Rufus uh, likes about you. All right. Roland, you made your point. You're smart, and you know how to handle yourself. Ollie's off for a bit. Well, I have one question for you. Was Salvador dead? And the Gatti family missing an agent. What's your grand plan now? We need them guns if we're going to be able to keep going forward with Rufus's plan. I guess we'll just have to find Salvador's man in Wilberton and handle the deal ourselves. All right. I'll let you take the lead on this. You ain't wrong. Talking ain't my strong suit. I'll leave most of the thinking to the boss. So, you're done good. I'll ease off. Can I go back to bed? Or do you want to berate me some more and try my patience? Oh no, I'm done. When we leave, I'm putting a disguise on you. And I, I leave before he can protest further. <laughs> hey, it, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh so uh Kinsey and Pax uh, after Donna mate uh, took her leave, uh Francis like you know, dramatically like stretches and goes It is getting quiet. Uh well I suppose early at this point. Uh I believe I'll be turning in myself as well. Uh, good evening or morning to y'all, depending on how long, how much longer you're going to be around. And good morning to you, sir. Thank you for the company. 
And uh, and he makes his way off the deck, so it's just Kinsey and Pax. So, um, <clears throat> allying ourselves with the marshals now, I see. Not that I'm criticizing, I think, just think it's a bold gambit. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Yes. Well, I suppose we won't know how it turns out until it, uh, until it turns out. Well, I, so, I don't know about you, but they were, I was gonna die. In the Lanestead. Hmm. So. Well, I mean, you're not alone there. Yeah. So, and there's no way that that doesn't keep, if I get caught. But, so, I mean, I think you're probably a good person. You seem like it. And, and Roland is also a person and (laughs) (laughs) and to be on the right side of things most of the time from what I can tell yeah and so I thought if there was a possibility that you could find amnesty I we should try So the worst thing that happens is we get into a gunfight, but that kind of always seems to happen anyway. (laughs) We seem to fare not badly as long as it's not against a skunk ape. Yeah, well, even then, so... I suppose so. It's a good thing that we had our friends with us. I don't really... I'm not like a... I'm not like Roland. I don't... I don't really spin. I just, I don't, I don't really lie. Mm. Like maybe selective truth, but most of the time I find being honest is to the right people, the right thing to do. And if we had gotten caught in that lie with the marshal, she would have just probably arrested us or shot us or one and then the other I guess probably the arrest and then the shooting but so I, I I'm sorry that I, I did that uh, you know um, I find even when I do tell a lie whether it's to the right person or to the wrong person it usually doesn't turn out well for me in the end of it all um <clears throat> So, you know, I, I try to be as truthful as possible. Or, yes, I suppose. If you if you have experience of telling the right people the right thing, then I trust your judgment. It hasn't gotten us in trouble so far. I think she's a good person, and mm. in a different life, I would have liked to think she'd have been my friend. So, that's... Kind of it. 
that's why I don't ever say anything when people ask me questions and I just give them sort of that look. <laughs> Usually they just kind of assume what they want to hear. Mm. Um, you know, survival, they can't turn your words against you if you don't say it, I guess. That's true. It's perhaps a lesson I should uh, take heed of. <laughs> Maybe, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, well, um, just, you know, sorry, I guess. No, no, no need to apologize, but uh, I will begin taking note of your silences and... Um, I think I trust your judgment for the time being. And uh, if you need somebody to fill those silences, I'm quite good at that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, one uh, more drink before we uh, go to bed at nightcap. Um, sure. Sure. And I have an orange juice and he has whatever he's drinking. <laughs> whatever bottled Calderon left on the bar, I suppose. <laughs> it's very nice. It's a very, it's a very nice gin. <laughs> Cheers to Pax. Or is it Patience? No, it Pax. Pax, all right. P Patricia's, you know, is... <sighs> Patricia, Patience, they're all kind of what people will believe. It's weird. Just call me Pax. <laughs> Pax it is. Okay. You too. Clink. All right. Um, so all three of you can have a grip for excellent role-playing. <laughs> I can't have a grip for excellent role-playing. <laughs> well, stop so, hoarding your you grip. <laughs> I, I punch Kinzeek, then I spend a grip, and now I get one. <laughs> to twist the knife. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I shoot the moon to throw Kinsey overboard. Um, uh, uh, Addy, your mic is bumping up against your collar. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't want to do it during your emotional scene, but well, it was. Should have. Yeah, it was bumping. Sorry. Um, uh, okay. So, um, the next day. I assume you guys, since you stayed up until five in the morning, rest happens. Yes, no one's trying to like power through and stay awake forever. I don't think so. No. No. Cool. So you are able to rest up. I can't remember if any of you took any damage, but if you did, you get to heal some of it. Um, and then uh, the next day, you know, you or the same day technically, you wake up. A little bit later uh, morning, early afternoon, uh, probably actually like a little bit past noon, um, uh, you wake up uh, and uh, the it's like the, the horn going, uh, indicating that you are approaching uh, Wilburton. Um, you're getting you're getting close to your your destination. You have, you know, uh, anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes before you get there. Great. So. um I would I would like to put disguises on everyone, so people don't recognize us. It's hard to argue with that. <laughs> it is hard to argue with that, Kinsey. <laughs> Am I going to also have to remember an alias, or...? Yes. <laughs> You're a wanted criminal, Kinsey. You cannot just tell people your name. It defeats the purpose of the disguise. <laughs> I, can, 
Again, hard to argue. Um, could you come up with one for me, perhaps? Ken Charlotte. It feels like it's easy for you to remember. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hello, I'm Ken. Ah, Ken, yes, hello. Oh, I think I've got it. <laughs> Great, so what's your name? Ken Sh Charlotte. Yep. <laughs> I, I swear I'll get it down before we land. We've got that I'm now, sure right? uh, I'm going to put disguises on everyone. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, he's ba uh, Basically, you're going to be rolling blend as an assist test for their future blends. Sure. So, uh, for Kinsey... Uh, because Kinsey absolutely needs it the most, um, I will spend two grit so I can count both of these 12s, which then explode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you come away with a plus five to blend. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Necessary. <laughs> Uh, and then tax. Uh, it's a plus five for you as well. Oh, okay. I, I trust you to come up with whatever alias you feel is necessary. Sure. Uh, and then for me... Plus five there. And then for Miguel whose disguise does feature prominently a fake moustache. <laughs> uh, he gets a plus five also. Okay. Uh, yeah, so um, it takes a little while uh, in the beginning of the morning. Basically, you guys wake up, uh, and then... Um, uh, Roland, I suppose, announces that he wants to put disguises on everyone. <laughs> uh, and then uh, it does take a little time, like, in your cabin with just the three of you, like, putting on, uh, you know, some theatrical, like, you know, makeup and, like, what limited prosthetics uh, Roland has on hand to try and, like, kind of, like, make make basically some, some decent disguises so you don't look uh, immediately recognizable as yourselves. Um, uh, and then you have to go across the hall to where Miguel is, uh, and you knock on the door, uh, he slides it open, looking a lot more put together than you last saw him rolling. Um, and to Kinsey and, and Pax, uh, looking, he looks like 100%, like he's fully recovered. Um, he's got his uh, his gun slung over his back, kind of like wrapped up in cloth. Uh, and um, like his pack all ready to go. His room's all, all cleaned up. He's ready to leave. Uh, and then he sees, you know, you rolling. He goes, right, right. I didn't dream that then. Disguise, right? Yep. All right, well, you were very convincing, so come on. Just don't do anything too crazy, all right? I don't want to be fussing with it if it's too itchy. Well, don't fuss with it then, and we won't have a problem. I say as I put on the prominent fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, all right, well, this ain't. I don't like this at all. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like you, and that's sort of the point. Yeah, well, what's the what's the point of going around 
life hiding behind a mask. I don't, I don't get it. Ain't, ain't no way to live. Because then you don't get arrested every town you go in for the crimes you did in the last five towns. Hey, I don't, I don't get arrested. Fine. Nobody shoots at you every time you go to a civilized town for the like, crimes you've done. See, here's a disconnect between you and me, Roland. That don't sound like fun to me. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, you know, when you're killed in a shootout in this town, I'll return to Rufus and tell him that, sadly, Miguel, for want of a gunfight, could not get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, if anything, I imagine Rufus might understand that. And he, like, slaps you on the shoulder and goes, All right, everyone ready to go? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right. And, uh, uh, yeah, he leads the, the three of you, uh, uh, to the edge of the boat. Um, as you, um, as you're getting, uh, off the boat, um, is anyone trying to keep, like, a vigilant eye, or are you guys kind of in a relaxed state of mind right now? <laughs> um, I am not relaxed. So. I think <laughs> I've not been relaxed for a while. <laughs> oh, the kids is just happy to be on the land. <laughs> <laughs> Kinsey is just like super confident that whatever happens, it's gonna be fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Pax and Roland, uh, you can roll an obs uh, observe test for me. Uh, that's two hits, ten high. Um, I'm gonna spend a grit, two grit to play to the gallery, and I have one hit, eleven high. Well, that eleven explodes, though, right? Oh yeah, maybe more. Maybe you'll get more. No, maybe more. Aha, two hits, eleven high. Great. <laughs> Um, so one thing you specifically noticed, Pax, because you would be more, it'd be something you might be looking for a little bit more because you have more information than Roland currently has, um, is you notice, um, parked on the dock, uh, basically, first off, you see the town of Wilberton. Uh, it is a much, much nicer than Moorbank. It's still a relatively small town, uh, but it is what you would consider a more proper settlement. Um, you know, nothing to write home about, but it's, it's a nice, it's has, has like its docks look a little bit cleaner. It's, it's roads and, and buildings look a little less ramshackle. Um, it's got a couple residential houses, not that many, like a handful of, of people who, who live in those. Probably all the shopkeeps have like apartments upstairs that they steep, sleep in, that kind of thing. But it's got some amenities. Um, and you can see just across, uh, this kind of like, uh, crescent moon, um, like kind of, or I should say like half circle, um, uh, little like town square esque, uh, area where there's a bunch of like shops, and everything you do see, like there is the saloon there. Um, Pax, you notice on one of the docks, just a little bit, uh, just a couple over from the Merryweather, um, there is a, uh, like a, a dinghy, um, that like catches your eye. Cause it has the same kind of coloring, uh, coloring as the Merryweather, which isn't an uncommon color. It's just like, you know, white and red. Um, but you do notice it does have like a stamp on it that indicates that it is like one of the Merryweather's lifeboats. Uh, and it is, uh, it is, um, at one of the docks a little bit, uh, further down from where the Merryweather docked. Um, and, uh, then the both of you definitely notice, 
Um, uh, it's not too hard to see it parked uh, out front in front of the saloon. There's a, a couple of horses and a, and a couple like motorcycles, and then there is a truck that you can easily identify as Cho Saxton, uh, Cho Saxton's truck uh, from the Dead Man's Gang. It is pulled up in front of the uh, in front of the saloon there, as if to uh, announce to you guys where she is. Um, and uh, yeah. So I need everyone to go ahead and roll blend for me. Uh, I am going to spend two grit to make my own luck. Okay. Uh, and don't forget you have your bonuses uh, from the uh, excellent disguises that um, uh, Roland put on all of you. So you can all take a grit as uh, as Donna Kane is going to play to the gallery. Uh, but interestingly, well, you know, she does explode. There's more. Okay. Uh, interestingly, she does misfire. Um, so uh, I, I, here's what's going to happen. So Miguel walks uh, at you guys. Uh, he kind of glances back, looks at the three of you, and points towards, like, chose uh truck um and then uh um you you guys are kind of walking a, a few paces behind him as you walk down the gangplank um kind of like as like crowds of people are going you can only walk like two across and he gets like just separated by like one group of people in between you and him um and you're you're kind of making your way bustling through the crowd as people are disembarking at um at uh Wilburton. Um, that's when uh, all three of you notice Donna Kane um, uh, in in the crowd of people who are in the like uh, the main thoroughfare of Wilburton. Uh, she has kind of she maybe was like being a little subtle like, but then like as like more people are coming off the boat, she's uh, now like kind of openly walking, and you see her. She's walking. She has her her marshal's badge on her uh, coat. And you also see, um, st- uh, walking alongside her, is kind of a, a burly man with, like, a thick, long uh, uh, mustache, like, darker skin. Um, his hair is short-cropped. He's got a big, uh, tall hat on, and he has a sheriff's badge on his shoulder. Um, and both of them have their, their guns out. Donna has a, a very, very nice uh, pistol that she's uh, walking around with. And the mar- uh, and the sheriff is walking with like a double barrel like shotgun kind of pointed nose down towards the ground, and they are very clearly looking through the crowd. Um, and uh, uh, they like look like a little like confused and a little concerned, and you guys spot them, and it doesn't seem like she notices you. Um, and then as the crowd is like kind of like breaking off of the gangplank, and you guys are walking as you're like about to be able to rejoin with Miguel, uh, Donna because she 
misfired uh, is going to uh, kind of like in a moment of like uncertainty go Miguel Reyes into the crowd and Miguel is uh, going to snap his head in response looking at her. Um, you don't have to answer to your own name. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, just not do anything. <laughs> kind, of, kind, of, kind of instinctively uh, he like turns his head uh, and then everyone else is like, what, what, what? who said that? But like, he like zeroes in right on her and she sees him, he sees her. Um, and, uh, uh, really quick. I mean, she's going to continue speaking now that she notices him, but, uh, you, do you three continue moving? Do you stop? What do you, what do you do? As she continues talking. Uh, no, you know what? This is why I, you know, it took me longer to get caught than him. Um, yeah, I just keep walking and like act appropriately surprised that a marshal has shouted loudly in this crowd and maybe clear away a bit faster. But you know, I, I have legitimate business here in Wilberton that does not involve any of the people in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> that the rest of the crowd is as like they they like it's not hard to assess the situation there's a sheriff and a marshal with weapons drawn just shouted a name and like kind of squared off against a, a guy who like kind of like in like uh, a moment of confusion and uh like uncertainty is like starting to reach back towards the large like package on his back um uh he's like got like one hand back towards it and um uh, uh, you, you're like, oh, oh my, <laughs> like, <laughs> and like move like a little bit away from him. like, I'm not with him. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, I what do I uh, declare? <laughs> uh, Kinsey and Pax. I think Kinsey was specifically waiting to see what Roland did first. Uh, because he's at the very least learned that, uh, that Roland likes it when he follows his lead. So, uh, <laughs> I think rather than, than acting well, though, he sees uh, Roland kind of breaking off and he specifically like kind of follows next to Roland is kind of close to him and then um, kind of sees him doing his little blustery thing. So he goes, ah, ah, rah, rah. And, uh, <laughs> and Pax. I'm sorry. steps behind right at the at the moment i i don't know anyway i think pax is to is in is surprised that it's a showdown in the street and i think that for justice as us you know a second longer than she should she hesitates uh and roland and kinsey are kind of gone like not like very far but like enough to like it would be weird to like run after them uh yeah i think she's like suddenly has is incredibly indecisive uh and yeah i think so okay. i um, as a player am indecisive so she will also be decisive. <laughs> so uh miguel kind of turns and in that moment he like glances back just with like just with his eyes not with his head he just glances back towards the three of you and sees that like it sees pax kind of standing there frozen but has seen it sees that like roland and kinsey have like 
removed themselves from his line of sight into the crowd. He just like glances, kind of makes like the briefest of eye contact with you, Pax, and then looks back, uh, back towards uh, the marshal who goes, I'm Marshal Donna Kane from Freedom City. This is Sheriff Baxter Dunnan of Wilburton. I've come to collect on a warrant for a multitude of crimes committed through three separate garden territories. And uh, he kind of grins for a little bit. He doesn't move his hand at all, and they don't move. And the crowd, again, like a few people, like, you know, they clutch up their, like, their skirts or their bags, and they, like, move their way quicker through the thoroughfare to try to, like, kind of clear the area. And you see a couple, like, people peering from, like, the saloon. Uh, and um, he kind of, like, grins at that and goes, uh, and at that point, uh, Pax, are you still, because at that point, the crowd is dispersing enough that you will be obviously standing there. Oh, sure. I will um, slowly start to, like, back away. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. So you're like, still like, a bit detached from the crowd, but you're no longer, like, frozen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, and he kind of grins at that and goes, well, and he pulls off the mustache. <laughs> God damn it, Miguel. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I gave you five hits for blend, and you I couldn't know. walk ten fucking feet off the boat. <laughs> his personality is only four, uh, and his blend's not very good, and also Donna spent grit. <laughs> uh, but he, he goes, Well, y'all seem to know my reputation. I find it hard to believe you expect me to come quietly. And, uh, kind of, like, digging her heels in and, like, lowering her hand down calmly, um, Donna says, Well, the warrant does say dead or alive. I figured we're all folk here. I'd give you the chance to come peacefully. But we can do this either way, Reyes. It's up to you. And there's a moment as they're kind of staring, each other, uh, staring at each other across. He's eyeing both... Uh, uh, the sheriff and the marshal um, Pax, you're continuing to make your way kind of closer towards where the crowd's going, kind of dispersing into the buildings. No, I don't think, I don't think I take cover in a building. Um, I am going. It's not completely abandoned yet. There's still people like in the streets. They're just like kind of pulling themselves like further away. It's a large enough, like uh, square that like, you don't have to like jump in a building to, to like blend in. I, I want to be within range of striking distance of Miguel, basically. So, oh, okay. So, like sprinting, striking distance, or arms reach. <laughs> um, I guess, I guess sprinting because I don't want him to suspect it. So, okay. So there's like a stagecoach kind of nearby that you can kind of like pull yourself up like against to like not stand out. And, you know, the, the driver's like kind of pulled off to the side of the road to like see what the hell's going on. Uh, Kinsey and Roland, uh, you've been kind of following the flow of the crowd. You have your pick of the area to move to. Where where, where do the two of you want to go? Um, Before I can answer that, can I see Cho anywhere? Yeah. Um, at this point, kind of like keeping an eye out, you already know where her car is. So you kind of glance that way. And as there's like a couple people who have like, kind of like opened up the saloon doors and like kind of a couple have stepped out on the porch. The saloon is like a safe enough distance away to watch this, like shootout at least begin. Um, 
and there's a couple like drunks who are like, hey, check it out. And then you do see like, you do see her kind of like skulk over towards uh, like a pillar holding up the balcony and start making her way towards her car as as uh, as stealthily as she can. Okay, I will um, just sort of like nudge Kinsey and nod towards Cho, uh, and then quietly say, "This this seems like it's gonna break bad." And I, I like to be prepared to take whichever side wins. Um, <laughs> I think we should keep an eye on her. All right, we uh, shall we? Shall I move a little bit closer? Incapac- incapacitate the vehicle if it takes off, perhaps. Yeah, sure. All right. I'll, right. I'll move towards the. Uh, it's a track, right? Yes. I'll move towards the track. Uh, so as uh, as Donna Kane finishes saying her piece and it kind of goes quiet for a little bit, uh, Cho like moves and like puts her hand against the like handle of the door, but doesn't want to open it because like everything's gone dead quiet for like a few seconds. And then um, Donna swings up her gun like super fast, and the marshal or and the sheriff swings out his shotgun, and they start firing on Miguel, who manages. He doesn't try to like go for his gun; instead, he dives. Um, uh, behind some of the, like, barrels on the dock, uh, which, like, shatter and, and split and, like, wine starts pouring out of them. Uh, and he begins on, he, like, basically rips the the cover off of his, uh, his heavy machine gun um, as he slams into cover. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll roll up initiative. Unless, unless you guys do just want to not be involved in the fight, in which case it will just, you guys don't have to roll initiative. I think we'd probably do things that change the outcome of this fight. <laughs> okay, cool. Because, like, like, you you guys have managed to kind of remove yourself from it to the point where you could just watch it and let it unfold. So it's entirely up to you. You don't have to fight if you don't want to. <laughs> you know, I want the initiative in case I want to do it. <laughs> better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Sure, sure. are not on my side today. All right. All right, all right. Just got to roll a couple initiatives here. Guys, I'm so stressed out. So stressed. <laughs> so stressed. So stressed. I think one of my favorite things about the live stream is now everyone can see what I've always known as the person who sits next to Addie when we record the podcast and combat breaks out. <laughs> Addie is always sure we're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's really true. You you've outed me. It's happened. <laughs> Whatever. You know, at least I'm prepared. No, yeah, I get it. 
my first initiative pass, I have to decide how how um, overt I have to. I want to be in this fight. I mean, you could always hold your turn several rounds and see what happens. No, well, I don't really want. Uh, so the highest initiative out of all of the NPCs involved in this fight uh, that I rolled was nine. Did anyone get better than a nine? Got an eight. Okay, cool. What is your awareness attribute? Um, that's a really good question. That will be the tiebreaker. I, I imagine, actually, now that I realize who you're tied up against, it's lower. <laughs> Five. Okay. As there, and there, and ours. All right. Uh, seven. Did anyone get equal to or better than a seven? All right. Cool. Uh, next one I have is a five. Oh, I hit that one. Hey, <laughs> what is your awareness attribute? Um, it's four, but also I misfired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> when we get to your turn, we'll figure out what that misfire did. <laughs> um, okay. Kinsey, what did you get? Four. How many dice? One success. And you roll three dice? Yes. All right. You could spend grit if you if you really hated that initiative. It's up to you. You know, I don't really think Kinsey's ready for anything at the moment. I think I think <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Just making sure. I guess you could always just spend grit to double down if you really needed to. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Assuming you have enough grit. Okay. okay. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> Should ask, uh, you should ask Addy. No kidding. Okay. We only have 10 grit right now. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> so the first... <laughs> so the first two things that happen is um, Donna, after Miguel's dived for cover, Donna immediately dies for cover of her own. Um, uh, she uh, rushes over and there's um, kind of like a, uh, like a, uh, a trough for like horses to like drink from. Um, and she like shoves it over sideways, like spilling water out into the thoroughfare. Um, and, uh, you know, at this point, the crowd that was watching is now all of a sudden like, oh, okay, well, shots are fired. Suddenly this is scary. And they start like, they start like getting a little, a little less like, uh, uh, out in the open. Um, and, uh, she, she takes cover. Um, and Cho, you see, uh, slowly opens up the door, slowly but quickly, like, opens up the door to the, uh, car, uh, climbs in, and, like, shuts it, uh, and, like, um, gets ready to, like, start the car. Uh, and Pax, you are actually next. Oh, no, nobody's done anything yet. <laughs> it's, all, it's all your turn. Um, I want... To... So I'm behind like a stagecoach. Where in relation to sort of the barrels that Miguel is hiding behind is that? Uh, yeah. So basically, Miguel was standing uh, with the river to his right side, and ahead of him, uh, several several paces, like you know, ten, fifteen feet um, uh, at the at the minimum, probably more like you know, twenty or twenty five feet was uh, the marshal and the sheriff. 
Um, and then looking at the marshal and the sheriff from Miguel's point of view, over over to the left, there's the saloon a little ways on the other side of like a pretty wide like uh, uh, thoroughfare. Um, and that's where the truck is, where Cho is. Um, kind of panning to the left from that uh, is where uh, Kinsey and Roland have made their way to kind of on like uh, on the boardwalk um, uh, that kind of leads towards the saloon. Uh, and you are kind of pulled back a little behind into the, uh, well, not behind, but like uh, basically to the left of, of Miguel, um, uh, not fully across the, the you know, roundabout. Uh, so Miguel is to your right, um, slightly obscured uh, from you by the barrels, but you can actually see he's got his like, he's, you know, pulled the cloth off of his uh off of his gun and he's getting ready to uh uh to pop up and fire um, the, the barrels are already starting to rotate <laughs> um gosh i wish i was more persuasive i am going to I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to hold my turn. Oh, that sucks. I hate it. I hate holding my turn. I hate, well, especially when I roll good initiative. Ah! I mean, your initiative doesn't go down yet. So I know. Just give other people a chance to do things that you can react to. Like Miguel goes next and he pops up. <laughs> um, uh, and, like, assessing the situation, he sees, like, Donna dropping behind the metal trough, uh, the the sheriff kind of standing out in the open, and uh, Miguel, um, uh, like, uh, just holds down the trigger and just unloads, spraying the area um, uh, where, uh, basically starting where the sheriff is, and then just pelting, like, mud shooting up as he, like, just continues to spray uh, bullets towards where Donna is behind cover. Um, and he is going to use his tier four talent, Spray and Pray. Oh, no. I should have gone before. I should have made a decision. <laughs> Hashtag regrets. Okay. Okay. And let's see how the sheriff does. That's a dead sheriff. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, the sheriff does get hit. Um, he gets hit pretty hard. Uh, let me just take a look here. Okay. So the sheriff is still alive. Sure. Um, he's very, very hurt, though. Yeah, his armor gets uh, shredded. Um, as he, uh, just, like, takes a bunch of bullets and, like, flies back into the, into the, uh, the, like, muddy, uh, 
uh, thoroughfare, splashing down, um, letting out like a shout. Uh, Donna also gets winged a little bit, but not as bad as one might think. The cover does a lot for her here. Um, so I'll write down where she's at. Yeah, so uh, uh, the sheriff gets knocked down, letting out a grunt, uh, bullets ripping into uh, uh, into his armor, um, and uh, Donna like ducks down and gets like hit in the shoulder, um, and like winces and like you know kind of pulls into her cover a little bit tighter, um, and then two bystanders get hit as well. Um, uh, no. Um, one, one, uh, 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 man gets like shot through like both of his legs and falls down in the, in the mud. Uh, and then a woman gets like shot in the like upper, like back, um, as she's trying to run away and falls down. Uh, I'd like to go now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, I'm going to throw up a, um, cool blinding blinding projectile so i'm gonna throw a like a an exploding knife i guess kind of thing I mean, it, like, it can be any kind of aerodynamic uh yeah i think it's like a like a little flechette that like goes like boop, 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 you know and sure. it's like a you know that kind of thing and um, who are you throwing that at uh, uh miguel fisher okay um yes so he sends up, he's like, just like, just unloading, not really du ducking back into his cover, kind of like just like pelting. Now he's like kind of focusing his fire on where Donna is. The bullet's like ripping into the metal that she's ducked behind. Uh, and then you uh, step out from behind the um, the carriage and throw a blinding shot at him. Um, and uh, he's going to have some negatives to this because he's not expecting an attack from you. But he does, he is aware of where you are. Okay. So he will still get a defense test, but he'll, you know, he'll have negatives. Yeah. Okay. That is not as good as I would like. Okay. So you are currently up against a seven. Oh, okay. Um... I have two hits. Uh, I have two hits. What's uh, your highest? Ten. Ten? Okay. Uh, you can take a grit. Okay. Um, as he is going to... Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to uh, uh, go it strong so that he can count his nine. Okay, so that's one net hit. Okay. Um, so he takes negatives equal to the power of your weapon, uh, as, uh, he is partially blinded. Okay, so that's three. Okay, cool. So, uh, like I said, he's not, like, expecting a shot from you, so you're, like, you kind of throw it, uh, at him, uh, and it blows, like, next to his head, because he didn't, like, he wasn't, like, really watching you, so it doesn't hit him, like, full in the face. Uh, and it, like, it, like, flashes right next to him and, like, gets a, one of his eyes. And he, like, his, like, he, like, stops shooting after, like, he raises his gun. It kind of, like, strips up, like, hitting some of the, uh, some of the buildings behind where Donna's hiding. Uh, and he, like, kind of, like, stumbles back and is, like, ah! <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh, and he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be at negative three uh, from that. Okay. Can is. I think it's probably. I think I have to spend grit to double down. But like, I'd like to. I'd like to tackle him now. <laughs> uh, yes. To tackle him right now. <laughs> uh, so you can actually. You can actually. You can do that. And uh, oh no no a grapple. A, so if you're trying to melee attack him, you could do it because you ha- you could just use one of your fists to go for it. But if you're trying to grapple him, that is a focused action. Um. I don't. I mostly want to knock him down like into into cover because he said he stood up behind this cover yeah okay. so you want to you want to like you want to like cold shot hit him and get him to fall down then yeah base basically i just want to like knock him over into cover so i have a second to like say say a thing and then sure um so you want to double down then it's just uh it's just an unarmed attack uh, so, uh, you can have a, uh, a, a plus one cause you have enough like space between you and him to like gain momentum. Uh, however, to actually have the called shot to knock him down, you're going to be at a minus two. So a, a total net of minus one as you just kind of like, like try to like tackle him with a, with your shoulder to knock him down. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. What am I, am I rolling athletics? No, you're rolling an unarmed attack. Unarmed? No! <laughs> this is such a good roll for anything but unarmed in the Mesla category. <laughs> so bad. Uh, I'm going to spend a grit to make my own luck. Okay. <clears throat> Nards. <laughs> uh, so what is your highest? Ugh, a nine. Okay. Um, so I, he actually, with the negatives, yeah, nah, I don't want to spend that, I don't have that grit to spend. Uh, you do it, uh, I have a, I have a two, because the negatives from being- Oh, I have two net hits then! Yeah, the, the negatives from being blind just are not gonna, not gonna work for him here, or blinded. Um, so, uh, what is your strength? Um, I am. Sorry, your seven, muscle. Your muscle. I am, I am seven muscle. <laughs> seven muscle. All right. Cool. So you don't do a whole lot of damage to him. You do a little bit, but not. No, I, I wasn't intending <laughs> Actually, on like damage. Well, but I mean, it was either sure. that or grapple, right? So, right. Okay. Uh, you did it the quick and dirty way, which would deal damage. Actually, I realize you don't deal any damage to him because the toughness of his armor just soaks it up. Great. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you, you rush forward, uh, and you just shoulder charge him and the secondary effect that you're trying to achieve, um, uh, like, like smashes into him. He, he like, he's like, ah, and then like, as he's trying to turn to see what was going on, he doesn't have like even time to really focus on you as you just like barrel into him and like knock him down onto the ground. Okay. Uh, and I am like, what are you doing? what you're gonna bring so much heat onto this mission just for like one second think about something other than your gun (laughs) uh yeah well uh well i don't think you've done enough that there's not gonna be like a manipulate role there but like you have his ear at least because you forced him into it (laughs) yeah 
Like um, he's he's, a, he's his own person. He can do what he wants, but you know, this way maybe it the optics are nobody dies other than those two people who he killed already. Well, we don't know. They could be very injured and bleeding to death. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the sheriff, um, uh, gets up from where he is, um, and, uh, sees that, um, <laughs> sees that, uh, uh, like Miguel has been like knocked under, uh, the cover. Um, he doesn't really have any, anything to shoot. And then he turns back and sees like the dying people. Uh, and he, uh, uh, he lets off like a shot against, like directly against the cover that, uh, you're behind, uh, and shouts, Give it up, Reyes! And uh, as you see him, like, then, like, uh, like lower his gun and start rushing to try and, like, drag those people, like, uh, uh, like into uh, the building they were trying to run into. Uh, and Roland, it's your turn. Uh, okay. This whole thing seems bad. I kind of figured one side would just generally do better than the other and it seems like they've both sort of done not great (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't like being in the position to sort of tip the scales (laughs) um what's what's cho doing is she i would like i'll spend my whole focused action if i have to i need to know if she's about to drive away or get into the fight (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, okay, so you have playing the player, um, so you can kind of try and read her intentions here, um, she's not trying to be super subtle about it because she doesn't think anyone's watching her, so yeah, I don't think it's going to be opposed, just roll a, um, I guess blend, right, because she's trying to be a little more cautious. Sure. So... Well, well, you'll be, because you have playing the player, instead of having to roll a discipline to get a read on her, you can roll blend, because that would be the closest thing to what she's trying to do now, is, like, not be noticed. Cool. That's uh, that's three hits on blend. Cool. Um, so, uh, it doesn't look like she, it looks like she isn't necessarily a fighter. Uh, uh, she, uh, so she gets behind the car, and she, you see her, like, kind of watch the scene. You see her get a little confused when some person tackles Miguel. Uh, and that's like she kind of like stiffens up and like reaches down and puts the car into gear and uh, is about to like rev the engine. Uh, and you get the sense that she is going to try and rescue Miguel. She's going to try and snatch Miguel and run. I don't necessarily know what to do with that information (laughs) but i think it's better if i'm in the car so So i'm gonna go to her car now okay uh so um you're still in disguise so when you when you get to the car um, do you just like, how do, how do you, do you like hop in the back? Do you hop in the passenger seat? Do you like knock on the window? What do you do when you get to the car? Uh, I will knock on the window and then like shout whisper as I duck down, assuming she's going to shoot me. <laughs> it's me. It's Roland. I'm in disguise. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she doesn't have her gun like, uh, like her gun is like kind of like, uh, uh below the dash. 
So like you knock and she like reaches and you start saying that and uh, yeah, we'll see what what happens next. Um, that's Roland's turn. Kinsey, what do you do? Oh, I'm next. What do you know? <laughs> we have reached the bottom of initiative. Kinsey <laughs> <laughs> right, that checks out. Uh, yeah, Kinsey's just going to follow. I mean, that seems. Roland uh, seems to have his head on his shoulders. I'm going to follow him to the car. Also, Kinsey's here. He's in disguise too. <laughs> <laughs> get in the car if you really wanted like you could get in the back um getting in the like to the passenger door and in does put you like out closer towards the gunfire not behind cover um uh so uh or you could just you know sit where roland is next to the car i think the idea is i'm gonna go uh towards the back and i'm going to get ready to uh, hopefully load miguel and pax into the back of the truck Okay, so you're, you're going to climb into the bed of the truck. I think so, yes. Yeah, okay, so yeah, uh, she sees you rolling, and she's, like, a little confused, and then you're like, also, Kinsey, don't shoot him either. And, uh, and like, she sees this, she sees Kinsey, like, kind of, like, hop into the back and, like, slide in, and you can, you kind of give her that smile, and she rolls her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, now it's Donna's turn. Um, Donna's going to uh, as like Miguel's like firing has stopped temporarily she's going to see like the sheriff is like starting to drag people back in uh, and she's going to swing around uh, uh, towards like where there's like a well to try and get a better angle on where Miguel is um, and she uh, is going to kind of pop out and aim her gun and see you Pax um in your disguise i need you to roll uh, another blend test for me uh okay uh i assume i don't get the plus five again or do i um i you've kind of tipped your hand a little bit here so i don't think i don't think you get your plus five okay It's like it's by virtue of the fact that you're wearing a disguise that you get a roll here. <laughs> yeah, sure. That makes sense. Okay. Right, you're up against a ten. Uh uh she's the aggressor? Yes. Okay. Then I have one night hit with a twelve. Okay. Uh so she sees you you see like a little bit of recognition, but like uncertainty. Uh, and then she, uh, uh, because of the way she's had to move around, uh, she sees, like, you've knocked this, uh, man down, and she kind of shouts, like, uh, like, get out of the way, miss! Do you move at all, or do you kind of, like, stay relatively where you are? Uh, I mean, I'd probably, like, take cover, right? If I have the opportunity to take any cover... Yeah, no. I mean you're not you don't have like an action or anything. It's just like sure. She um, she right now you are blocking her shot where she is. Uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of like step aside to give her a clearer shot. Um. Yes. No, yes. Maybe. <laughs> I need to know which one you do. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I will just like 
I think I'll just like lean. I'm lean, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I do. Okay, you've hesitated enough now. I think you don't get to move out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so um, stressed out. So, so she like, she yells like, move, get out of the way, miss. And then like, you don't like, you're like, you kind of turn and look at her and she's got her gun on you and she like pulls it off and goes like, shit. And then like continues using the rest of her turn to like move all the way to like completely rear flank Miguel to try and get a cleaner shot on him. Uh, she kind of like just sprints and like slides behind the uh, the carriage, which like the the driver's like getting the passengers out of. And he, she's like, "It's all right, it's all right. Go down the alley, go down the alley." And she kind of gets up against the uh, the carriage there. Um, and that is her whole turn. Uh... Cho uh, is so you're, you're yeah. Cho's gonna hold her turn, I think, uh, Roland. Um, uh, roll a manipulate for me, Roland. Let's see. Let's see if Cho leaves you behind or not. <laughs> uh, I have five hits, high of eleven. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, how many over uh, ten? Uh. Three. Yeah. So she like sees you, sees Kinsey jump in the back, and she goes, "Get in the damn truck." You don't have. It's not your turn yet, but she's holding her turn basically. <laughs> right. She's like, "Get in the truck. We're getting him out of here." Um. So Pax, it is your turn. Great. I'm gonna spend. I think what is my whole turn? <laughs> Being like. Uh, the more civvies you kill, the more heat you bring down on us. And then what happens? Don't just, just take cover. And I saw Cho's car. She's going to come for you. Just, just don't be stupid, please. Uh, yeah, you can roll manipulate. Um, you have a plus two because you pointed out Cho's like car, like and convinced him. Like it could be that it could be more convincing. Like yeah, Cho's gonna do the thing that she would probably do in this situation. <laughs> Turns out what you said is very true. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I have two hits with a four high. <sighs> It's, not it's, a, it's only one lower than my maximum. This was never a well thought out gambit. Spend some of that great. Spend it. To do what? <laughs> <laughs> you could have bamboozled them for a minus ten. <laughs> I could. I could have bamboozled them for. A you minus can make 10. your own luck still, right? Yeah, but I still can't get higher than a five. Yeah, you, you have to flash back and rebuild your character. Yeah. <laughs> hey, flashback. Yeah. I made a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is a viable option. Not now that you've chosen what you do this turn, but, um, yeah. um, but you, uh, yeah, you, you're up against a nine. So there's, uh, unless it was too late. You, if you had bamboozled, you maybe could have brought him down further, but yeah, uh, he, uh, has outrolled what you're capable of. Sure. Uh, so he like, he only got one next accessory. He's like, uh, 
he he kind of like sits up and he's like he marked where the marshal went and he's like get your ass down you're gonna get yourself killed if Cho's coming she'll come uh, and then he starts spinning his barrels uh, uh, as he gets ready to shred where um, uh, where Donna has run to um, and that is your turn and then Miguel goes <laughs> And he is, yeah, he is going to just like unload and and tear into uh, into this carriage uh, where um, Donna has taken cover uh, to try and hit her. Let's see how it goes. I'm gonna be so upset when she dies. I'm gonna be so upset when I die. They gotta kill you ten times before you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he actually doesn't do as good as he could have. Um, uh, and and uh, yeah, because um, Donna rolled very well on her defense, uh, but he does still hit her. Um, <clears throat> so again, she's like kind of pressed up uh, against this carriage. She like leans out, sees like him like kind of pull you down and like and like kind of like drop up to one knee, and he just starts like unloading, uh, tearing into this carriage, um, uh, and uh, she kind of ducks in and like and uh, her hip gets uh, gets clipped. With one of the shots, um, and uh, and like some blood spurts out. Um, but then you also notice like so there's the two horses like on the carriage. They were already kind of restless, but the like driver was holding them steady while he was like getting the passengers out. And he let go and he moved off. And he and um, uh, Miguel's just unloading into this carriage, and you realize he has incendiary rounds which start pelting into the side of this carriage and it lights a flame. Which freaks out the horses even more than a person shooting a machine gun right next to them would, and uh, so they freak out and they go running. And Donna is no longer in cover. And um, the sheriff is going to uh, successfully secure the two injured people into uh, uh, into the general store, um, and then uh, he is going to step out and try to get back into the fight. He's got to basically he runs back in and like gets kind of nearby where the trough is. Uh, the overturned trough to try and like get uh, close enough to like take a shot at um, at Miguel. Um, Roland, it is your turn. Um. Okay. Yeah, I get in the car, and I I don't have an action to do at this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still really sort of waiting to see where where we fall in this what what change i can possibly affect it feels like very little at this point so i'm i'm just going to get in the car <laughs> so as uh, as cho uh, as you get in the car cho's going to take her turn uh, uh, you are you climbing in the back of like the bed with um, kinsey or are you running around to the passenger side to get into the cab uh I guess I'm just hopping into the back with Kinsey. Okay. Uh, so you you climb in, 
and then she uh, kicks on the engine. It, it blares out. Uh, you see the sheriff, like, turn and, and see um, as she swiftly, like, uh, without, like, moving the car forward, just, like, turns it, like, by spinning the wheels in the mud, and then it, like, smashes into um, into one of the posts on the boardwalk. Um, and then when it does that, she just, like, lets it fly forward, uh, and she goes driving straight at Donna Kane. Uh, uh, <clears throat> because now Donna is exposed and on the way to to getting Miguel. Um, so uh, yeah, she's uh, uh, she's gonna try and run over Donna. All right, well, that's locked in. Let's see how Donna does on her defense. Uh, Donna, though, apparently very good at these kind of like rough and tumble like uh, street fights. Um, uh, she hears the the engine kick on. She turns and like zero focuses in, sees like what's about to happen. Uh, and and Miguel um, uh, has already like kind of started shooting a little too wide uh, and has like stopped his burst to like level back at her. Uh, and she leaps back. Um, out of the way as the car kind of like swerves where she is and like uh, uh, kind of drifts at her as if to like smash her with the back uh, wheels. Um, she manages to pull back out of the way just barely. She like leaps into the mud, landing like on her elbows and like rolls with it. Um, uh, and she is not run over and killed by Cho. <laughs> Kinsey, what do you do? I'm going to take a shot at Donna Kane. <laughs> <laughs> are you intending to try and hit her or are you just playing at shooting at her I think the answer is fine I'm just curious I'm intending to try and hit her with a net shot ah okay um so you you uh, uh you've loaded up net shot and uh as as you're like holding on it spins uh Despite the fact that she is, like, driving super fast and spinning, like, the, the car to, like, get uh, it so that Miguel can dive into the cab. She basically, like, she swung the car, like, 180 uh, and, like, and leaned over and popped open the passenger door and was like, get in to Miguel. Uh, at this point, though, despite all that, like, the way she was able to move, like, gave you enough time to, like, fortify yourself. You're at no negatives for shooting out of this moving vehicle. Uh, uh, because she is an extremely good driver. And, uh, yeah, uh, you're shooting with your rifle or your pistol? Pistol. Okay, you uh, level your, your pistol, and you try to fire a net pack at, uh, at Donna Kane. Uh, I am going to play to the gallery here. Uh -huh. Right. There's four hits to the high of 13. The high of 13, you said? 13, yes. Ah, okay, okay. Um... So if I if I spend some grit, <laughs> you can hit me, but not as bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Um, 
I think you're just up against an eight. I don't think uh, I don't think I'm gonna spend the grit to go as strong here and get rid of her negatives. That's fine because that still takes away three of my hits, leaving one lone thirteen. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you uh, uh, you shoot a burst, and uh, uh, the like the bullets like uh, they kind of fly and then like sensor with each other, like shoot together to like make a web. That, uh, that like kind of like wraps around um, her ankle and like weighs it down. It isn't quite able to wrap around her second ankle. It kind of trips her up a little bit um, sure. as she kind of is like rolling on the ground. Um, but she's kind of just like one leg is kind of like entangled, like at, in like a bent uh, thing. So she's like struggling against that rope to try and straighten that leg and stand up as she's like trying to uh, assess the fight. Sure. Um, and it is her turn. Um. And I believe she is going to try to single focus, um, uh, kind of like hobble uh, uh, around the car to get like a, a line of, sh of fire like down uh, where Miguel is, and she is going to uh, you know fan the hammer and try to try to shoot at him. Uh, though she is at a negative because she is netted up. Also, she's hurt. Gal, however, is not hurt at all. Uh, so she fails to hit him with the first shot, and then you can all take a grit, because she is going to double down uh, to try and hit him with the second shot. Did I get grit from her last row? She didn't. She didn't spend grit. Oh. I, I debated it, but I chose not to because I wanted to give her a chance to shoot twice at uh, Miguel here. <laughs> she is going to spend grit to play to the gallery. Um, and so, yeah, Miguel does get hit this time. Um, he, uh, he's like, you know, sees Cho pull up, uh, he like lowers his, his gun for like a second and wasn't ready for like Donna to kind of like leap and just like fan the hammer twice. So she like dove past the car, uh, and the first shot like whizzes by his head and the other one hits him like right in the shoulder and, and, uh, hits him pretty good. Um, uh. And uh, he takes some damage to his hit points and armor. Uh, yeah, and a little bit of blood shoots out as he uh, as he takes a wound penalty. Uh, his armor gets like busted as he as he like stumbles back from the from that shot. Um, and uh, Cho's gonna hold her turn, waiting for Miguel to get in the car. Um, Pax, it's uh, it's uh, you're up. Um, the door is open. Cho is looking at 
at Miguel. Miguel, like, says, you heard her, Gideon. Um, I will, I will, I will get in. Okay. Uh, jumping in the cab? Yeah. Cool. Um, and are you doing anything else with your turn? I can't think of anything to do. Okay. Uh, and, uh, it's Miguel's turn. Uh, he is going to, uh, stand up, uh, like wincing at, with some pain. Uh, he's going to rush forward, slam the door shut, and then leap into the back with Roland and Kinsey. Uh, and, um, as Cho begins, like, you know, turning the wheels to drive off, he is going to, like, plant one foot, uh, against the, like, back corner, um, as if he is very used to this, like, kind of relationship between him and Cho. Uh, and he is going to just fully unload onto uh, Donna Kane, um, uh, who is, like, hobbled a little bit in the mud. Uh, and I have no more grit left to spend for Donna. Um, however, she does have the talent shrug it off. So she is going to take half damage here. Uh, which is good for her because he hit her really hard. <laughs> um, 14, 20... Um, her armor is super busted. Let's see how much hit point damage did she take there. She did. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, yeah. nine, ten. Uh, no, she survives with four hit point boxes uh, <laughs> after throwing <laughs> that attack. Uh, so you might think she's dead. Um, as uh, as she does, um, she's like hobbled and like struggling with the with the thing on her leg. Um, she's, um, uh, uh, pulling at that, looks up, sees that Miguel is just, like, grinning and angled down right at her, and she just, like, kind of leaps and rolls and, like, and, like, struggles. Um, uh, Miguel pelts her in the back with, uh, with gunfire. Um, uh, blood shoots up and her clothes begin to catch a flame as she, uh, as she pulls herself. Uh, you do see, like, uh, the car kicks and Cho starts driving. Miguel stops shooting and you do see her, like, super bloodied and wounded and on fire kind of pull herself um, uh, into like an alleyway and like start rolling into the mud to try and get herself uh, put out. Um, but it's like super weakly. You're not sure how much, if she has much life left in her as uh, as the car uh, 
brooms out of town. Um, uh, just uh, and Miguel like drops down, uh, taking a couple shots for fun uh, into the town as he goes, just like you know, like pelting the buildings a little bit and be like, <laughs> and he like sets it down. And he goes, God damn, where the hell they come from? Uh, I need. Can I real quick? I'd like to do just a very swift medical assessment of Miguel and his nearness to death, if possible. <laughs> you can roll first aid. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that's three hits. Okay, um, so his armor's completely busted. Um, with three hits, you're not going to get like a total hit point damage. You know he has one wound modifier. Right, and I can do math. Uh, <laughs> You're not 100% sure what that means as far as his, you know, closeness to death, if you were to put a monetary number on it. Um, but you're pretty sure he has more than half of his vitality left. <laughs> you're not sure how much more, but, like, you're pretty... With three hits, you're, like... He's, like... Not, like, really far from half, but he's not half yet. <laughs> cool. That's fine. I think it's worthwhile, and I can sell this if it goes bad. Um, uh, I will hand him a tonic from my pocket uh, <laughs> and pop the top and just hand it to him. Here, this is the one you didn't want to take from the dock before. Uh, yeah, you don't have to roll manipulate because uh, you got four on him earlier. He actually just straight up trusts you right now. <laughs> um, uh, so, so he's like leaning there. He's like, ha, where the hell did they come from? Ah, oh, man, she was a good shot. Hard angle and everything. Oh yeah, sure. Thanks, Roland. Uh, and he just, uh, gulps down whatever that, that tonic is. What, what tonic did you just give Miguel? <laughs> uh, I gave him a tier two poison tonic Jeez. that just immediately deals six damage to his hit points. Okay. Yay. Let's look at his hit points real quick here. Uh, Okay, that that is not going to kill him. That's fine. Uh, uh, so wow, one, two, three. Nice. Your medical assessment will tell you that he is extremely close to dead now. <laughs> <laughs> like death's door. Uh, he he takes it. He swings down. He's like, oh man, look. I told you, Roland. I don't get a, I don't get a rest. <laughs> what the hell? And he starts like coughing and choking, and uh, he like drops down and like spits blood up on the ground, or on the on the bed of the truck. Uh, he drops his gun completely, and and like you see like uh, like black veins in his in his neck. Uh, his eyes get like immediately like bloodshot, and he's like gasping for air and like coughing. Uh, and like uh, uh, just like you know, spitting up like blood and bile. Uh, I will like panic visually. And just, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no! That was Salvador's doctor. Fuck! Uh, and like start like reaching for the first aid kit I don't possess to try and buy myself a little more time to like think of what happens next here. Sure. Um, so, uh, uh, Cho is, is driving, uh, she's, like, kind of, like, watching all the mirrors, well, she's, she's just got the two, but, um, uh, she's watching the two mirrors, 
uh, and um, uh, like look at, looking like over her shoulder, and then when she glances back, she goes, "What the hell? What's going on back there?" And uh, that draws your attention, Patch, to the fact that um, uh, Miguel seems to be like uh, coughing up blood and like struggling to like breathe uh, at this moment. Um, uh, Kinsey, what are you uh, what are you up to? Uh, I'm gonna like beat on the on the back window and say, "Pull over! Pull over! They shot him in the lung." Uh, <laughs> she she does she doesn't pull over um, unless unless you want to I guess if you really 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 want to you could like roll like uh, maybe an intimidate or something to try and get her uh, but she she does respond back um, uh, I pull over we're all dead someone tend to him uh, Pax what do you do uh, nothing I don't do anything. Okay. Um, yeah, so Miguel coughing, uh, uh, clutching, like, his wound and, like, gasping for air, like, rolls onto his back, uh, eyes wide with fear. Um, uh, his condition doesn't seem to be getting worse, but obviously it's very bad. Um, cool. I would like to do as Cho said and start trying to tend to him. I don't have a first aid kit. Um... So I will like ah uh, shit 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 ah uh, 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 Kinsey Kinsey your, your survival pack it's got um like bandages at least or something just uh, just give it here I've I've got a first aid kit take these cool great uh, and I will like take you know medical first tools cube does that give you enough that that allows him to uh, to do any amount of healing. <laughs> sure. It allows me to appear as if I'm about to do any amount of healing. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Roland? Uh, uh, so Kinsey reaches in his pack, pulls out um, uh, uh, first aid cube. You know, it's just like uh, a, a tin box with like bandages and and uh, you know uh, alcohol and stuff like that. Uh, does it have like? A scalpel, a forceps, uh, anything that you might, you know, uh, like a stitching needle or like something. There's, there's definitely a stitching needle for sure. Uh, I'll say, uh, okay, uh, I'll look at Miguel. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna, I gotta try and, um, I gotta try and close this up to stop the bleeding. Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, and I'm just gonna take something sharp and just. <laughs> you're, just you're gonna try and kill him? Yeah. You're gonna have him die? Yeah. All right. So, so I'm not gonna make you roll to kill him. He's re he's one hitbox away from like an unarmed strike will do it, um, <laughs> even from you, because the minimum you can do is one damage. Um, but uh, uh, what I will have you do is I will have you roll first aid to try and hide the fact that you killed him. Sure. I don't. If you roll extremely well, maybe you'll be able to hide the traces of poison. Um, uh, I don't like, expect kinda, Cho yeah. as a doctor, so, like, decent is fine for me. Yeah. Um, the conditions are bad. You're in a moving vehicle, um, uh, so we'll put it at a, uh, just a minus one, because Cho is a very good driver. <laughs> Can I proactively bamboozle whoever might inspect this body? Sure. <laughs> cool. I spend two grit to give anyone a minus two to figure out the first murder I ever did. <laughs> oh shit, that's very good. 
Uh, I got four hits. Okay. Um, yeah. You you even um, do you want to make it look like he wasn't poisoned, or or do you want to like how, what what kind of evidence do you want to leave? Uh, I would like to make it look like as Kinsey previously said he was shot in the lung and then died because I'm not a doctor and we were in a moving car and Cho didn't stop and it's really her fault if you think about it <laughs> <laughs> so you do want to try and like uh, like get rid of any trace of like poison yeah I think so okay um, so uh, what you do uh, with your four hits um, uh, we'll say that the, the first, uh, use up the first aid cube. Um, it has, I'm going like, to need all the supplies in here, Kinsey, but not for medicine. <laughs> yeah, well, some of them are just, like, to make it look like you tried really hard. Um, uh, but, um, basically what you do is you're able to, uh, you, like, kind of move, uh, in between, so, like, uh, Cho can't see what you're doing, um, and, uh, you're able to kind of, like, reach in and really, like, mess up the wound that he has. Like, that's kind of a little, a little too a little too uh, uh, far from his lung to say he got shot in the lung. Uh, but you start, like, making it, like, a much more grotesque wound than it was. Uh, and you're able to kind of, like, make it look like uh, uh, the marshal was using, like, exploding rounds and that the shrapnel got into his lung. Um, uh, it, it wouldn't hold up to extreme... Like, the you do break off, like, bits of, like... Uh, uh, like, you, like, shave off some, like, metal off of, like... Um, uh, one part of like a machinery cube, you take like the scalpel and you just like kind of like put like metal bits in there and everything. But like, as I'm doing Dr. that, I'm shouting, Don't you die on me! <laughs> a, a doctor like doing like a full on autopsy would probably be able to like figure this out. Um, but what you are also able to do is um, uh, you like uh, you clear his like his like throat of like the like the you know. Like, yeah, like, a little bit of, like, frothing at the in his mouth. You're able to, like, clear that out. You, like, spurt some water in there. And, like, now it just looks like he was coughing up blood. And uh, and then, like, uh, you have a, a stroke of good luck in the sense that um, after he after he uh, uh, dies, he does, like, he, like, he's, like, uh, and he, like, lets you go in there. And, uh, and then you just kind of, like, stick a needle into his, like, into his, like, throat and push in. And he, like, can't breathe as you, like, kind of close his windpipe. And he, like, stares at you. Uh, uh, wide-eyed as you just kind of like hold him down and he's too weak to fight against you uh, and then you make a show of continuing to try and work on him after he has actually uh, died but somehow pushing down on his throat that way like managed to clear those black veins from his uh, from his neck to make it look like it wasn't poison faster faster the man's dying back here <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and then you're able to uh, kind of kind of mess up that wound enough to make it look like it may have been an explosive round that uh, exploded into his uh, into his lung and had like kind of a delayed effect. Great. I will um, just sort of sit against the side of the cab, like resting my hands covered in blood on my knees and look dejected. Uh, yeah, so we're definitely going to do a manipulate test here. Um, for this performance that you're doing. Uh, Kinsey, you may assist. Uh, Pat's doing while this is happening. Nothing. <laughs> like, like watching, right? But 
unless Cho, like uh, Cho's like asking for like an update or like like just like looking out the window, like you know for baddies, good good guys, whatever. And then uh, and then uh, yeah, just kind of like observing all the stuff. There's nothing I can do to help. Sure. Um, so, uh, Cho is kind of like, she's white knuckling it on the, uh, on the drive. Uh, she's like glancing back and be like, the hell's he doing back there? Uh, and she's like kind of freaking out, but she is like focused on continuing to get you as far away from Wilburton as possible. Sure. Uh, yeah. That's a plus one for the manipulates. Okay. Um, I am dressed to impress at this point, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... No. (laughs) Just because you're covered in blood doesn't mean you're dressed to impress. I look like someone who just tried to save a life. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) If you had had a med kit, then it would really, that would definitely be dressed to impress. But part of the lie is I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you do look like not a doctor. And you are up against a whopping four. Oh, uh, okay. That's three net hits. Cool. Um, so you kind of pull back dejected. Um, uh, Cho sees Miguel's now dead body. Uh, her eyes like go wide and then she just like locks her head forward on the on the like um, you know on the road or lack thereof as she off-roads northward for a little while Uh, and she's silent but you notice Cho or you notice Pax that her uh, hands like grip even tighter on the steering wheel Uh, I assume after a while in silence I assume there's silence for a while yeah Where are we headed? North. What happened on that boat? <laughs> What's his face, Calderon? Yeah. Uh, well... Calderon was murdered? Oh, no. That's not the person who got murdered. Calderon owns the boat. Okay. Um, Salvador Alston is the man who was murdered. Right. Okay, Salvador. Um, Salvador was murdered, and uh, there was a marshal, and obviously they figured out Miguel was there. And uh, at this point, she uh, kind of pulls off into, like, kind of a uh, small wooded area, um, uh, pulls in a little bit to, like, get into the shade and out, and, um, out of sight of, like, the road that she's kind of avoided so far. Um, and she, like, stops the car and sits there, still kind of holding the steering wheel. And then she, uh, like, smacks the steering wheel a few times really hard uh, with her fist and then uh, uh, kicks open the door and, like, steps out and looks at the three of you. It is like, 
Someone needs to tell me what happened, where that marshal came from, what the hell happened to so Someone start talking. You see that she has pulled her gun out from under her, uh, uh, under her dashboard. So she's not, like, branching it or anything. She just has it in her hand. Uh, I've been trying to tell everyone since you decided I was worth your time in this gang that it is worthwhile to hide our identities to the best of our ability. Because when we don't, things like this happen. Marshals who happen to be on the riverboat we need to go on to get what we want recognize us. Well, while Salvador, who did hit him in? Hmm? Um, I shot that person. It was uh, one of uh, one of the gutties. She like sits down. She is like under her breath is like shit. What? Y'all were wearing disguises as you left. Pretty fine disguises by the look of it. They were put on just this morning, just before we, we, we disembarked. Mm. The marshal shouted Miguel's name, and he answered. He'd be alive if he just kept walking. Go ahead and roll a manipulate test. Uh, you can assist, Kinsey. You 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 were talking. Why not? <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, I do not help. <laughs> as long as you don't not help. is a 13. Okay. Uh, yeah, she actually got um, no hits. Oh, I have four hits. So she like grits her teeth and goes ran into one of Sal's men. And uh, just outside of Wilberton. His name was uh, Henry, I think. Mm. Well, he got to talking on the way in about how uh, everything had gone wrong. He was hurt, you see. Shot in the arm. He was saying that... Uh, the the Gotti were the ones that uh, hit Salvador's uh, stash house. Took all the weapons we needed. And, uh, that he needed to get Salvador and run. 
he wouldn't listen to reason. So once he was done being useful and he was going to draw attention in town, I got rid of him, but... Damn, they have people on the boat, too. I was hoping maybe he was, you know, spinning a tail or something. Think uh, the Gotti and the Marshal are working together? Or that's just unfortunate circumstance? Wouldn't be the first time the family's decided to pretend to be law enforcement. Well then, if she was on the, the payroll, it's a little bit easier. Look, I know where the Gaudis are at. They, uh, uh, at least the ones who hit uh, Sal's people, or rather Henry knew. It's a woman by the name of Akeo. Akeo Gotti? Or Gotti? Anyway, she's up north, Lily Ridge, just about a, a day away from here in the car. We need those guns. Say we go there and take them. The, the four of us? From Might be we can... Send an LRC once we're in town, call for reinforcements, but depending on where the gang's moved to right now, they might not be close enough to send help. Just to be clear, you're saying you're trying to, even with the Dead Man's gang, you're trying to get all of us against one of the families. They won't see us coming. And if we're careful, they won't see us leaving either. And does Roland Nash mess with the family often? Is he going to be on board with this plan, or...? Rufus trusts us, and Rufus knows he needs those guns. As I said, Rufus, yeah. <laughs> we go to Lily Ridge. We LRC for help. We see what Rufus says. That way we're in position to move if need be. Sounds square to everyone? You're the boss. Alright. She sits there. Kind of rubs her temples. She goes... <sighs> Grab whatever Miguel had on him and dump him by the trees here. Do so. I'll, uh... May I use a survival to... Hide the body, perhaps, uh, just in case, you know, it could be evidence used against us. Just don't take too long. It's as good a sight for him to rot away as any. God damn fool. Couldn't save him? I'm not a doctor. He tried his damnedest, I watched. In the best of conditions, I don't know that I can fix it. Shot up lung. I certainly can't do it in the back of a moving car. Alright. We get to town. Get the guns. Rendezvous with the team. It's better we 
worth it. You hear what I said? Get him out of the truck. Get his get his valuables. Let's get move on. They're not gonna be too far behind us. Let's go. Kinsey will start grabbing the body if somebody'd like to help him. I will. Ah, all right. <laughs> and uh, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to try and see is there some perhaps a a local equivalent of lime that I can put over the body as we cover it up and kind of shallowly bury it. Uh, that'll help it decompose a little bit quicker. Roll survival. Right. At a minus three. Three. All right, I can take that. I am taking possession of Miguel's gun. <laughs> All right. You can add to your inventory a heavy firearm with ro- rotating barrels, um, full auto, and... Uh, and um, uh, the, um, I didn't write it down here, but it's the one that makes the ammo really big. Uh, shit. The drum? Felt fed. Felt fed, felt thank fed. you. Yes, felt fed. Um, uh, so, yeah. It's, uh, belt fed, full auto, rotating barrels, uh, and you have, uh, two cubes of incendiary rounds. Okay. Now, I am trying to recall an aspect of nature, aren't I? Uh, not so much. This is more hands-on. This isn't, this isn't you knowing whether or not this thing exists. It's you trying to find it. But we are in the wilderness, aren't we? We are in the wilderness, yeah, yes. Right. So anything you have that gives you bonuses to being in the wild, you can use. A little talent called In My Element. Give me a free reliability on this roll. Hopefully I won't need it. Uh, right. to nine. Don't like that. Also, in case you were wondering, Pax, the fire, the heavy firearm is excellent quality. <laughs> I, I assume. All right, I am going to uh, spend another couple fucking grit um, to play to the gallery. Okay. Ugh, still only one success. All right. Um, so you're not really able to do much as far as, like, hastening his decomposition, uh, but you are able to kind of find, like, you know, like, certain parts, like, you know these trees, you know, like, uh, uh, like, the way they kind of work with the soil, so you're able to find, like, an area where, like, you can kind of, like, use the root system of the trees to, like, make kind of a little, a little trench really quickly using your survival kit. Um, so that he's not just, like, laying flat on the ground. He's kind of, like, at the ground level. And then you're able to kind of, like, give him, like, a, a shallow burial, basically. Sure. Where, like, anyone who, like, was sitting on by that tree and, like, put their hand down might, like, touch his face. But, <laughs> but like, oh, no. you, know, you, 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 mask it, you mask it enough. Um, sure. you, you're not really sure that you're going to, like, you know, wild animals might get to this and, and uh, disturb. Perhaps it'll rain, you know, and, and uh, bloop the body as it is on lower ground now at this point. Yeah, so it's not it's not like the best thing, but at least if like something happens in the next few hours, like if if uh, law enforcement does come through here, uh, there's a decent chance they'll miss it. Sure. Um. So yeah. Uh, other things Miguel has um, is uh, twenty spurs, which um, uh, unless you try to pilfer any of it, uh, Cho will take. Um. His armor is busted up, um, and then his pack is already, like, in the back, so it's just, like, what he had, like, on him. 
Well. Uh, and uh, then you guys load back in the in the car. Sure. Same arrangement. Kinsey and Roland in the back, and Cho and Pax in the front. Uh, unless Pax wants to switch. No. Cool. As you guys kind of pull out and start driving, um, uh, there was a point, like, as you were, like, burying his body or whatever, you did um, uh, probably Roland for sure, Pax and Kinsey, um, roll an observe test for me, since you were the ones actively burying the body. Sure. No, no, no sorry, Roland, you don't have to. Oh, okay. you, you see it, sure, because you, you weren't active. Like, you, it's, it's not that hard to observe. Got it. Just that they were like possibly they may have missed it. The sun sets. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed this as I wasn't partaking in another activity. <laughs> That's one for for Kinsey. Uh, one hit, uh, nine high. Okay, um, so uh, the two of you see that show kind of goes off. Just not, not super far, just like there's a point as you're starting to bury him, uh, she kind of like ste steps off uh, uh, for a minute. And um, uh, Roland, you see as she like, uh, like kind of like lets her facade drop a little bit and like gets just like a little weepy and like wipes some of the tears from her eyes. And then you see her trace a triangle in the, uh, in the air. Uh, and then uh, she says, like, a couple words with, like, her fingers pressed to, like, her forehead like this. Uh, and then she uh, kind of, like, whew, brings herself back together and uh, steps back over and is like, all right, that's good enough. Let's go. And uh, get back in the car. And as you guys start pulling out, she goes, any one of you know how to drive? I can drive a little. Yeah, I mean, yes. So, uh, Pax, it's going to be a, a full-on drive here. Um, it's going to get a little late. I already double-timed it to get into Wilburton in time, so uh, um, once I start getting a little, uh, uh, well, I'll need some shut-eye, and, uh, and you just keep heading northward, all right? Got it. All right. And, uh, she doesn't really say much uh, uh, as uh, as the drive continues. Um, she'll make the occasional stop if you need to use the restroom, but she's uh, not really into it. She's like, you know, grab a can, go in there. Um, uh, and she's just full on driving like straight northward towards um, uh, towards Lily Ridge. Uh, so the the road there uh, between. You know, it, it does take about a day. Um, not that many stops. She doesn't, she purposely doesn't skirt by any other settlements or anything like that. She just beelines it for Lily Ridge, trying to off-road as much as possible. Um, but uh, nothing really gets, uh, nothing slows you down. There's no real uh, problems on the road. And uh, there are a, a few moments uh, where Cho is either definitely asleep in the passenger seat or um, you guys have convinced her to, uh, you know, pull over for a second so you can, like, go to the bathroom in the bushes. 
and so uh, you guys can roll shoot the shit with each other. <gasps> who's uh, who's shooting the shit with who? I think Kinsey will shoot the shit with Pax. Okay, I got Roland. It's always so tough. I want to shoot the shit and complete the triangle, but I also want to continue manipulating this gang into killing itself. <laughs> uh, I will. I will say Cho is not on the table uh, for this. Um, she is. Any attempts to talk to her, she just just like silent treatment. Um, and and then a lot a lot of it she's asleep when when you would have time to chat. Okay. Um, so Pax, you picked me. Yep. Cool. Then I'll take Kinsey. All right. Uh, personality, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. It is a it is a personality test. Also, all of you can have a grip for surviving a life or death situation. Ah, pull up. <laughs> and uh, Roland, you can have another grip for uh, uh, surprising me by the fact that you uh, decided right then to be like, "Yeah, let's kill Miguel now." <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't want them to have allies as I manipulate them into killing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, the target is plus four, correct? Yes. I don't believe it. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, who wants to go first? I'll roll for it. I'll do it. <laughs> Usually I have, like, some idea of what I might say. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said roll for it, roll for it. All right. Um, I have to think. Uh, Roland, you gotta go first. Thanks. Jerk. I rolled for it. Yeah, then you decided what it meant. No, I, I knew. I knew that it went. It went. It went Pax, Roland, and Kinsey, because that is the order on my screen. But I had to figure out who was in the second bracket because of how I'm rolling a D20 and splitting it three ways. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I got four hits. So we friends now, Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Kinsey and Roland bond over something um, at a certain point. Maybe it's like, I mean, you're in the back of the truck, so it could be at any point during the trip. Um, uh, like if you're just kind of sitting in the back, uh, the roaring engine, it's unlikely Cho will overhear you talking. Um, and it's really, really unlikely uh, that she'll hear you talking if you are doing it while she's asleep and Pax is driving. Sure. Um. So, um, what's your, uh, what's your sort of pie in the sky, everything works out okay here? No, suppose I haven't really thought about it too much. Uh, I'll, uh, would like to not be killed by the family, that would be wonderful. 
not be killed by the boomers gang, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I suppose, you know, uh, clear my name. And if, if I can't clear my name, go somewhere where they can't find me and uh, go back to trapping, I suppose, if I can. It's what Wait. I know how to do best. Hold on, go back. Were you yeah. falsely accused? Falsely accused? Oh, well, clear my name in as much as, you know, I have nobody <laughs> following me. I'm not going to say that I was innocent. Um, I will say I think my, my actions were justified. But that <laughs> depends on the perspective that you're looking at it from. Sure, but in the eyes of the law. Oh, guilty of sin, what can I say? <laughs> okay, I thought I, I thought we'd just sort of overlooked the sort of major feature of, of your history, Kinsey. <laughs> but you know, a lot's been happening. It, it's, it's regrettable that that seems possible. Yeah, yeah that's, that sounds, sounds nice for you. I, I, don't, I wouldn't like to be a trapper, but... For you, that sounds very nice. Oh, well, you know, you, you spend years doing a thing, you get used to it, you get good at it, it seems to be the thing you'd like to do. What, what is your thing that you're good at? Other uh, than talking, obviously. Uh, well, I guess... I guess if I'd had sort of more of... Sort of more, more, more of a base under me... I think I'd be a good politician. Politician, really? Like a mayor, or, you know, maybe a governor. Who's to say? Do you but, stick to the city life, or are you looking for something uh, smaller town? Oh, you know, it's not so much... I don't know, it's just... What I'm good at is getting people to agree with me, even when they don't. Hmm. Um, and, and I think, you know, that set of skills is, is useful when you're trying to run a, a society, but I haven't really thought about what might happen after if everything goes well. I've never really done anything for more than, like, a year or two. But I've done a lot of things for a year or two. <laughs> Jack of all trades, you might say. Well, depending on who you ask, yes. <laughs> uh, but a politician, say you, you would be uh, leading society towards the good, that's something I could get behind. Well, Assuming you are leading society towards the good and not only for your own means, are you are you just trying to be a politician for the power of it? No, I don't. I don't know. That seems boring. Mm. And such a relatively small amount of power for for the tremendous amount of work to maintain your your station. Well put. I just you know I think if I really look at my skill set. And you know, I took like if I took like a survey on what job should you do, <laughs> you know, I could be mayor. I could be a good mayor, even. I think, you know, I know enough to know when a problem is real, and I'm good enough at convincing people to solve it. Yes, I can see you being a good mayor. I like that on you. Uh, you know, the ascot and the top hat, that sort of thing. Uh, as someone with a perpetual uh, foot in mouth disease, I, I don't think that I, that would be a path for me, but uh, it might be nice knowing a mayor, you know? Yeah, you know, it's probably got its perks. 
<laughs> Hold on, do you think a top hat and an ascot is a mayor's uniform? <laughs> is that not what they wear? You know, <laughs> I think over, we... overcoat, smoking jacket, you know, with a kind of cigar type thing, all standing on podiums and the like, gesturing broadly. <laughs> and I, I think our conversation just sort of goes back and forth over what what do mares look like? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, Kinsey, um, you got uh, one hit. Yes, that's right. And you picked Pax. I did. All right. So, uh, Pax gets to learn something about you. This would definitely be during a moment uh, before Cho went to sleep, um, when uh, uh, or way later when uh, Cho woke up outside of Lily Ridge to continue driving. Uh, but more likely, it's like as like maybe Cho's getting ready to go to sleep, um, uh, you know, and you guys have pulled over, um, and, you know, you're, you're, you're taking turns, like, relieving yourselves in the woods. Uh, there's a little bit of time where uh, Cho's, like, clearing out some of the undercarriage of the car uh, because she's... She doesn't not trust Pax, but, you know, she's handing the wheel over to someone she only barely knows. So she's just, like, making sure the car isn't, isn't – she's doing, like, a once-over on the car to make sure it's given back to her in the same condition. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, Pax, you get to learn something about Kinsey. Yeah, I'm going to learn about Kinsey. Kinsey, any, any thoughts? I don't have any thoughts other than uh, origin, I suppose. But <laughs> I says there's something else you'd like to know about Kinsey, you know. Um, sure. Uh, why'd you shoot at the marshal? Well, I'm trying to keep up the facade as best I can. You know, I'm not, not used to this sort of, you know, disguise and uh, uh, skullduggery type thing. Uh, I thought maybe, you know, not trying to hurt her, but uh, getting her incapacitated would, would uh, discourage our teammates from, from injuring her further. Clearly, uh, that was a, a, an incongruous gambit on my, on my part. I mean, it's all right. You couldn't have known. No, no. Luckily, I didn't get her very well. I think that, you know, she was still able to have the, the momentum so that she didn't at least burn to death, which is nice. Yeah. No, I was just trying to keep our, keep our cover up, you know? I'm a... I don't think it was a bad idea. I just I wanted to know if you were trying to set her up or if you were trying to I mean you know it's been it's been it hasn't even been a week well I guess it's been pretty much a week now just about yes but it could at any time anybody could decide you know to betray our cause cause well, in this in this case, it's less of a cause and more of a let's get out of here. <laughs> but uh, the colloquialism probably still stands, no, right? I understood. I just thought it was a strong choice of words, cause. 
Well, causes are much easier to rally behind. But they I can think. get you in trouble. Yeah. I heard maybe they got you in trouble a little bit. Well, you know, going on my way to Lannistead for hanging, uh, just for being involved with uh, radical conservationists, uh, it is, starts to stick in your craw just a little bit, but yeah, I don't <laughs> think that all causes are, are, are evil or bad. I mean, you'd be surprised. I, uh, I think we have more in common than you think. We gotta get a move on. Let me show you how this uh, how this thing it, it goes to the left a little bit when you're off roading. So let me show you the suspension. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, then Pax, you picked Roland. And how many uh, successes did you get? One. One. Uh-oh. All right. Secrets of Pax. Secrets of Pax. All right. <laughs> uh. So. Sorry, that's by me. Somebody does not have a muffler. <laughs> oh no, it's the rest of the Dead Man's Gang. <laughs> you guys hit the road. Max, <laughs> why did you betray us? That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. When do you guys think you have an opportunity to speak to each other? Um, uh, there is a point outside Lily Ridge where Cho wakes up, and you know, you guys are about like, you know three or four hours outside of Lily Ridge and she, she wakes up and wants to like take over. So I suppose there could be a point where you guys pull over there. Yeah. I think probably I'll, uh, climb through the back after we switch after a little while. Um, sure. just be like, I need to stretch my legs. I got to stand up. Okay. Straight seats. Why not? All right. So Kenzie, you climb in with Cho. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, Pax and Roland are in the uh, the bed of the truck. And Roland, you get to learn something about Pax. Sure. Um, I think I start having a sort of innocuous conversation just to be extremely sure that um, Cho is not listening. And I maybe even like slip in some things that she might find questionable, but not like murder-worthy. <laughs> just to really make sure uh honestly i think remember how earlier i said like cho is just like silent treatment i don't think kinsey gets that at first right oh, perfect right kinsey he's kind of talkative yeah. do you, do you right. at all try to talk to cho <laughs> uh, 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 probably pretty much immediately yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this lily ridge here doesn't Perhaps I can sell some of my wares too. You know, I've still got this skunk ape horn. <laughs> got its gland too. Gotta be careful with these. You can't keep them for too long and they start to rot. <laughs> like there's a bump in the road. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I think Kinsey's talking at her at a, at a certain point. And, uh, and that plus the engine roaring um, uh, and you being in the back of the, the bed... Uh, oh. Uh, you're you're pretty confident after you drop a couple things. Like she's she's just she's like toning out everything right now. <laughs> sure. Uh, so once it's clear, how did the marshal know about Miguel? I told her. 
Okay. Did you did you did you tell her other things? It's fine. Knew, I just she knew most of it already. She saw the wanted posters. She couldn't help us. Okay. She, uh, I thought maybe, you know, she could get you and Kinsey out of some of the mess you're in. Shave off some years, maybe even. But, um, we're not even in her territory. So, she said, you know. Get out of Dodge. And you told her that Miguel was on the boat. Uh, yeah. All right. It's, I, I don't mind particularly. It's just I wish he'd told me that. You left. There were other opportunities. Not ones that, uh, not ones that I felt like were safe without people listening. Okay. And I told her about, um, the marshal that, uh, the dead man's gang has. They think he's dead, so. Um, sure. They don't know that he. Well, now I guess they might know if she doesn't die, that they're alive, he's alive, and that it's definitely an ambush. But again, she doesn't have jurisdiction here. That's. It's. I mean, that's good thinking. I'd rather as many people come prepared to shoot every single one of them. Did you kill Miguel? Yes. Okay. Did you tell Kinsey about the box? No. I didn't know we... Are we I mean, I sort of feel like we probably could, but the opportunity hasn't really come up yet, and I was sort of waiting for a time when we could be alone. And now that I think about it, I just sort of talked about what he might do. If all this works out, that would have been a great opportunity. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think maybe I'm still a little bit in shock um, on account of the murder. <laughs> so, I guess if we're doing that now, are we... We're framing the family for... Cho, right? It's certainly on the table. Okay. I'd like to... None of my grifts end in people dead, typically. But as a general rule of thumb, I try to keep an eye towards an end goal and just sort of follow whatever path feels right to get there in the moment. And sometimes, you know, the end goal is a little bit different. 
sort of a lot of people won't tell you this, but grifting is like jazz, really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, all I really want is to know um, what what we're doing. Are we if we're if we're being the heroes or not? How much do we have to? dismantle pie in the sky they all kill each other but when there's more than one of them together they back each other up makes it harder to convince them that they can't trust any of them I saw an opportunity and I took it Are you mad? No. Why would I be mad? I don't know. Telling the marshal. No, I mean, I, listen, I prefer to be kept in the loop, but information, no information, tools, no tools, warning, no warning. Chaos is where I live. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> What are you uh, <laughs> And you see uh, uh, there's a mountain range that you've gotten pretty close to and nestled uh, right at like the base of where like the rocky terrain starts. Um, the sun is starting to, to rise. Um, it's, you know, purple and red in the sky. Uh, and you see the lights of um, uh, a relatively decent sized uh, settlement. Um, you see the LRC tower. Uh, you see a, a few different side roads and kind of like branches out, like almost like a snowflake pattern. Um, and, uh, uh, you just keep moving your way towards it. And that's where we'll end our session.